Man. Back again. Another <laughs> night with the boys. Uh, Sixers Takeover Podcast, Episode 5. The uh, the more typical, casual, laid-back type of Sixers talk that you need. Um, I feel like every Tuesday, something insane happens. It's like every <laughs> time we do this at night. But, um, oh, man. 2-5, uh, kicked out of practice today. Suspended. Sixers play tomorrow, by the way. Happy NBA um, start of the season. Uh, they play without Ben Simmons. Let's go. <laughs> Woo! Spacing. Let's go. That's in the Bucks kicking it off. Um, man, it, it's crazy. Like, I almost don't even feel like we have a game tomorrow. Like, so much happening at once. And um, I know we're all absolutely pissed. We got 100 people in the chat already. What's going on? Um, sub, uh, subscribe to all the channels down below on the banner. Hit the like wherever you're watching. Subscribe. Uh, give us your thoughts. What are your reactions? How are you feeling? We'll also talk about the Sixers record prediction, even though, being honest, this is the hardest record prediction I may have ever had to do in my life because I really I, I don't have much of a clue. It depends what happens. But, um, man, what an eventful day. Uh, let's get some reactions. Steven, we'll start with you, man. How are you feeling today? Oh, I needed this Sixers takeover more than I needed air, man. Like all day, I was so disappointed. I was looking forward to that press conference with that individual who was supposed to finally address the media. I should have known. I should have known I'm a typical stupid Philly sports fan that starts sipping the Kool-Aid, starts thinking things are going to be different, but it's not the case. We got a game tomorrow night. Look, everybody, I, I see everybody in the chat. Everybody's talking about the player I, I just don't want to name his name anymore you know there's people that call us out all four of us on here for talking about him non-stop but we have no choice you know less less than 24 hours till the the first game of the season man and that's what we should be covering but you know we'll get into it we'll get into it that's why we're here on the live stream but i need this man i need to sit here and air out my thoughts with you guys therapy well, session what was your instant reaction to the news today steven like what what were you doing how did you feel when that bomb dropped so i was at work and lucky for me my job i'm able to uh have airpods in while i'm you know listening to music whatever i had the radio on because you know they said we're gonna air it as soon as it goes live um like everybody else i thought it was gonna be at 11 30 they're like you know we're gonna push it back to noon so i'm just sitting there listening to uh i think it was the gargano show it's like the mid-afternoon show or whatever um you know, we get the alert that he's suspended and, you know, my dumb ass, I'm sitting there like, huh, that's interesting. I, it didn't hit me that he would, you know, we're minutes away from his press conference. In reality, he's not able to do the press conference, I guess, because he was thrown out of practice. Um, I was about to tweet some crazy stuff, man, at work. I whipped out the phone. I was sitting there. I might have had a paragraph type. I was like, I just can't do it. I just can't do it, man, because it was so bad. I was going at Simmons, obviously, but. There's somebody I'm even more mad at. We'll get into it then. I want to hear everybody else's. You know, I want to hear how your guys' day went. I want to hear about this. No doubt. Shout out to Philly 4 for 4 with the Super Chess. is RB and Ron. No Cork Miles talk tonight. We got you. No, no Cork Miles talk. And by no the way, this, this there shouldn't be any because because it's over. It's Isaiah Joe. Mm. Point cork Miles? No, he's Isaiah Joe. Time's the point also, guard now. Come on. Yeah, we don't have a backup point guard, guys. <laughs> also, <laughs> you guys were absolutely nuts last week. I still don't know how we went for six hours, but um, well, we're not we're not gonna go for six hours tonight. But we are gonna get into some things. All right, Rom, go ahead. Um, I'm pissed at the Sixers organization once again. Like 
how do you let this guy back in the practice facility? It's just embarrassing at this point. Um, his value is, um, I don't even know if we could get role players at this point. We might be scratching for G League players with his value. I mean, who the hell would want this guy? He comes to practice with his phone in his pocket, whatever it was, gets kicked out of pat practice. I mean, it's embarrassing. And for Daryl Morey to allow this to happen, like, it, I don't care what anyone says. The way he handled this situation is horrible. And now he has missed out on Harden. He has missed out on Kyle Lowry. He has missed out on Brogdon because Brogdon just signed a um, extension. We can't trade for him anymore. Plus, he tanked Simmons' value all the way down to the gutter where we can't even probably trade him for role players. So Daryl Morey is number one on my hit list this week. Um, Doc Rivers gets a pass because he actually grew some balls and kicked them out of practice. But Daryl Morey, mm. embarrassing. That's all I got to say. That's also, a good point. Also, I will add, uh, I don't know if you guys saw what Damian Lillard said today, but pretty much what the gist of what he said was, I don't care like how bad we do in the beginning of the season. I'm not going to ask out of a trade. So Dame's pretty much off the table. I, I don't see it happening. He literally <sighs> said, I'm not leaving no matter what happens. Go ahead, DJ. Um. Yeah, a lot of you guys are tired of talking about it. I'm. I'm just not. I don't know. I love it. I just. It's. It's unbelievable. It's the most unbelievable story I've ever heard in my life. It just keeps getting more unbelievable. It's so ridiculous. You can't write a book better than this. This dude actually surprised us even farther today. I like. It's. It's. It's so crazy. I mean, the guys. Like I said, you guys a, a couple minutes ago. He's treating an NBA franchise like a fourth grade math class that he doesn't want to go to and just sat in the back of the class and doesn't do the work and then got kicked out. I mean, he's messing with a billion dollar corporations and he just thinks everything's a joke and he, and he thinks he can show up and jog around with his, with his phone in his pocket. I've never seen anything like it in my life, man. Um, and yeah, shout out to doc rivers for finally uh, doing something about it. I mean, and, and yeah, I'm mad at the Sixers organization because why are they putting the players through this? You know, you can see how frustrated all these players are because when you let him back in, you know every single media session is just going to be asking every player about Ben Simmons, and these players should be able to talk about the team moving forward. This situation should have been over a while ago to get these players like clear minds and get them working together, and it's just an absolute giant distraction, and I know we don't want to... Daryl doesn't want to lose the battle, and they don't want to give him money and send him home or whatever, but it's just the way it is. It has to end has to this can't go on anymore you can't bring him back after yesterday there's no way that's what's crazy about it what are they doing what was their plan and they actually thought this guy was going to come back and just join the team and everything was going to be fine is craziness i don't see how he can come back after after today gossip girl shout out to you for the super chat says should the Sixers send two five to the g league uh that would be <laughs> highly insane if that did happen but honestly you know let me give my take so you guys hit on a lot of areas. First and foremost, I'm surprised nobody said this first, but like I feel hurt and pain for Joel Embiid. I don't think I ever felt a pain like I did today seeing him out there answering questions like he had to. I mean, he was like, yeah, you know, um, I really don't care about that guy anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm here to play with the guys that want to be here. Like, straight said it, man. That was awesome. He was, just, he was disgusted. Like, he had that look. You know, you ever just been so mad about something you don't even have energy? Like, he just mm. sucked out of it. Um, I feel bad for him. Now, in terms of the Sixers organization, I understand what they were trying to do. They were trying to bring this guy back and give him a chance 
to go out there and do something that would at least try to help the negotiations for both sides. But the fact of the matter is that this guy is a loser. I mean, that's what he is. Like, please, somebody, somebody answer me here because I, I'm I'm still having trouble with this concept. Two five wants to get out of here. He wants to go to like I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm if you guys want to count this as a hot Ooh. take, I don't know. I don't think the guy wants to play anymore. I, I think he just wants his his salary for this year, and I think he's done. Because why? Like, does this make sense? Like, if you don't like your job, do you go in there and just not do it and just wait to get fired? That's not going to happen. Get another job, <laughs> right? You know I mean? Like, does he not want to help himself get to a better situation and in turn help? Like, obviously, he doesn't want to help us, but that would help us in the process. So, like, does this make sense? Like, like you said, he's like a fifth grader. I don't understand it. He's totally and, delusional. And today. Let me tell you something. We're not even getting role players for him. It is done. We are not getting anything for this guy. Because if I'm another GM and I see a guy out there with his hands at his sides and, you know, lollygagging around, lazy sweatpants, just not even trying, and he gets kicked out for not giving effort, come on, man. There's something going on here. I don't think he wants to play anymore. The funny part is that he thought he could do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> he thought he could show up and not engage and not participate, really. Like, <laughs> Like everybody's just gonna be cool with that. He actually thinks the world's just gonna revolve around him and die. Even oh, Doc geez. Rivers, the softest person on the planet, was like, "Yo, if you're not gonna do the drill, go home." <laughs> so and crazy. You know what? They should have done that. They should have thrown him out or made him sit out of practice over the years when he passed up open jump shots at practice. It, it's the, been going on for years. Uh, ever since he was born, that's been the problem. And. You know, to kind of add on what you just said, RB, like I see a lot of people are trying to compare this to um, the Jimmy Butler situation with Minnesota. Like, you know, first of all, two different players. Second of all, Jimmy was showing up like sure he was toxic, but he was showing up and he was putting it to everybody. Like he clearly loves the game of basketball. Like you mentioned, you know, Simmons, what is he going to retire? He doesn't want to play anymore. Like you may want out of this situation. You may never want to put on the Sixers jersey again. But the fact that, like, there's practice being held and there's an opportunity to get better and play the game that you love and you just don't care, like, come on, man. Like, he doesn't care. And these teams around here have to realize that. I see Woj keeps putting these reports, like, you know, teams recognize he just doesn't want to play for the Sixers anymore. Like, this doesn't go away. He's still not going to shoot jump shots. He's still not going to be aggressive. Like, he doesn't care. He's a celebrity first, basketball player second. Steven, I agree 100% with what you said. First, let me just get to this, okay? I don't understand how there are still people like Adam. Like, I, I really don't get you can, <laughs> I just gave him a timeout. <laughs> you can, His like. last name like, is Butt, so it kind of makes sense. And there was another one, Q. I gave them both a the timeout. There's no Ben Simmons defenders left in my mind. You all get timeouts. <laughs> yeah, you can, it's over. Today was the final straw. <laughs> you can be. I'm sorry. Like, I said this earlier, but you can be, like, a supporter of him, right? But if you look at what happened today and you say that there was nothing wrong with that, I'm sorry. You have low standards as well. Like, you, that means you would be perfectly okay with doing that. That means you are perfectly fine with going, not giving effort on purpose, and just <laughs> doing something extremely lazy. I'm sorry. That's just how I'm Adam, looking. how dare you bring up Allen Iverson's name? Do you know why Allen Iverson got the support from this city? Because he showed up and played his heart out every single night. Yeah, sometimes he skipped practice, but he was actually good enough to do that. Ben Simmons isn't good enough to do that. I don't understand it, man. I really don't. Shout out to uh, 
Lee for the super chat is can he be investigated for throwing games? Well, let me tell you something, Lee. And this was actually my final point. Mm. He's not playing for us. He there is no hey, chance he is coming back. Daddy Doc threw him out of practice. He's probably he probably already is, is landed back in LA. He's probably in LA. He's not coming back. <laughs> and and the report today, I don't know how this works anyway. Like honestly, Woj came out and said, Oh, we haven't paid him a dime yet. I thought we had to pay him the second he came back. I, mm. I guess I don't know. Or Daryl Morey, I don't know if you guys saw the video of him outside the plane. He looked pretty frustrated. He looked like he was literally like drawing anything he could get. Um, this has turned into a complete crap show. We're not getting anything for him. And we'll be honestly, it might be a buyout situation. Adam uh. Silver was pissed about it as well. This might come down to a buyout. And I'm just sick about it because that is, you know, what do we have now? What what trade chips? What what do we have to really improve this team? And I'll, I'll pass it over to someone else. I have, I have a question for you guys because I, I, I'm I kind of on a Simmons side for one thing, and it's that the Sixers are acting like we wait, like they won him, which is still just so stupid because if you wanted him, I heard this on 94.1, you would kick him out of practice, but you wouldn't suspend him if you truly wanted him and you wouldn't find him if you truly want him back on your team. Mm -hmm. This notion that the Sixers are still playing, that they still want Simmons back is stupid because they don't. It's so obvious with how Joel Embiid's talking, how Doc Rivers talking. Like, I don't understand. Why can't they just go out and say, yeah, we don't want him back. And then both sides meet with an agreement. Oh, we're, we'll pay you. You sit out, get the hell away from my team, get the hell away from Joel Embiid. And you just sit out because that's the best way to up your trade value. Because like I said last week, if he comes back, most likely that trade that value ain't going anywhere or it's going in the dumps because he's going to cause issues. This this notion that we still want him back is stupid. It's just causing more problems. Just admit. Admit you don't want him back, Sixers. It doesn't make any sense. I agree. I think I think they were going for trade value in the beginning of, the, of him coming back and like, let's see if we can just get him to play and then, you know, whatever. And yeah, it didn't end up being a good idea in in the first place but also this we've never seen a man like josh harris put in this situation josh harris isn't giving anyone a dollar <laughs> he's not and josh harris is not and he's probably sitting up there saying nope nope we're not paying him and it's it's affecting the other players it's affecting the team and the whole franchise and josh harris is like i don't care i'm not giving this guy a dollar i think that might be it I think that, you know, like they were just trying to avoid this, you know, this road where we're at now. And now there's no choice. Like we're not getting anything for them. So I feel like they were at, like DJ said, like they were trying to put something on display, even though it is pitiful. We know that they didn't want this guy. And, and you know, everybody's all proud of Doc Rivers today. I think I was happy that he picked them out. But then he comes right back in the press conference saying the same old things. He even told a reporter, it's none of your business what happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you, are you kidding me, Doc? Um, but yeah, I, I just think that we are at a crossroads now. There's no going back. I think they tried, and again, they try to give a man the opportunity to be a man and step up. And, and you know, even if he didn't believe crap, he could have came out and literally just said the right things, went to another place, and said whatever he wanted to. But come on, man, this is a this is a joke. Like this guy, I'm telling you, he does not have the drive. Because he would not be derailing himself like this. Dude, it's Ben Simmons. At some point, we can blame Ben Simmons all we want. 
he he has done wild shit throughout the five years he's been here, whatever it's been, and we're still blaming Ben Simmons. We're still not un, we're not we're not expecting the unexpected with Ben Simmons. At some point, you got to blame yourself for enabling this guy. Like you, you're telling me they didn't have one thing in their head. Oh, if he comes back, he's probably going to cause problems. If they didn't have that in their head, they shouldn't be running an organization because guess what? As a scrawny little white boy talking in his basement, I knew he was going to cause problems when he came back. This, this whole situation is on the Sixers. I don't care. It's stupid. He's been, he's a psychopath, Ben Simmons. So you got to expect him to take the worst path possible just get him away from our players. I just don't understand how you could just ruin his trade value this bad. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. You, you also have to look at it from like, in my opinion, like a managerial, you know, perspective, right? Like this guy literally last year could have got you a King's ransom. And now yeah. you're about to give him up for literally a brown paper bag. And again, like, where do we go now? Are we going to wait for Tyrese Maxey to be 25? Like do we have that much time. Is Tobias Harris going to ultimately become the next co-star of the NBA? Like, no. And, and that's where I, I think that they tried to make men's. But I agree. I, I expected something stupid to happen. I didn't expect them to go full-blown and be an idiot. And I'm glad they're not paying them. I'm glad they're not paying them. But, you know, I understand what you're saying. But now it's just like, again, like, where do we go? Where do you guys think we go now? Where does he go, though, too? Because he, he wants care. he wants his money. But he doesn't want to even practice. So he now he's like, damn, I actually lost this situation. Like, I can't get any of the money because I'm not going to do what they say. If and he, I'm not going to go talk to the media and I'm not going to do this, this, or this. So what's he going to do? Right. Dude, if he plays, a, if if he were to, like, come back and play now, I'm 100% on Romp's side. Like, I will never forget <laughs> this organization. I don't, I don't want to see that guy again. I don't think he will. But, it, you know, I don't know, man. Doc still wants him back, bro. I think they actually want him back, which is insane. But but again, like, where do we go as an organization? What what do we do now? Do we have, you know what we I don't understand. Teams? We have Joel and Beat. Is it's that not like we're though? so far? We're we're not so far away. We literally have a top five player in the NBA. Okay, and he was like a top two player last year. It's like you're acting like we're starting with freaking Furkan Korkmaz as, as our number one. <laughs> No, nah, I'm just being honest. Like, if you look at the Eastern Conference, we are not contending with the teams in the East right now with just Joel Embiid. You can play up Tyrese Maxey all you want, but he's 21 years old. He's not ready to take the step and be the guy. We know what Tobias is. He's a great third option. He's not a second option. You're not taking down KD and James Harden. You're not taking down Giannis in that squad. You're not taking down some of these other crews, in my opinion, with just Joel Embiid. And that's where this comes in. And I think it's tough, man. Steve, you were going to ask a question. What were you going to say? Um, Yeah, like, I just don't understand. Like, the finding thing at first, I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, cool. You know, Maury's putting his, like, foot down here. But, like, now that I look at it, it, it was like a stupid approach from the beginning. And, like, what, did they just think, like, he was just going to show up to practice one day? Like, Romp, you mentioned like the Sixers want him back. Yeah, maybe the higher ups want him back, but I don't know about the players. Every time they're asked about it, they're just like, "Oh yeah, just gonna treat it like nothing happened, man. Nothing happened this summer. We're just gonna, you know, w- welcome him back." What took place during those like those those meetings he had? What, what Ben had meetings with? What was it, Doc and Daryl? Like, mm-hmm. 
what did he did he just show up and not talk the whole time and just listen like he the, apparently he told him he's not mentally ready to rejoin the team at this time yeah and he also <laughs> told him that he feels too pressured early on in his career and that there was too oh, much yeah. that came oh, with give me a break situation but <laughs> see i don't know how doc like doc said even today he's still welcome anytime he's welcome to like i don't know how he isn't personally offended by somebody like this like i would expect a coach to like a couple of weeks ago or months ago to be like i'm not coaching this guy anymore you guys can get a new coach i'm not doing like why is this guy not hit his limit mm-hmm. why does he keep letting this happen like it's so soft i don't get it it sucks, man. It really does. Shout out to Magic with the Super Chasses. Give me Unvax Kyrie F. Bum Simmons. Oh, man. Andre with the Super Chasses. Maury is tanking just like Sam Hinkie did. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you can't tank with Joel Embiid on your team because you're going to win games no matter what. Yeah, and shout out to uh, Burr's Nation. I don't know why it doesn't come up here, but he's got the member uh, membership for eight months. Uh, chat says F. Ben Simmons. <laughs> Shout out the Birds Nation, man. Um, wait, like again, what do you what do you guys think is the next step now? Like, do you think there's a chance he comes back at all? Do you think he plays, or do we just rock with the guys we have and hope for the best? That was shocked they they tried to bring him back in the first place and tried to reintegrate him into practice and stuff because I because of the, knowing how the other players feel and everything. I this has to be the limit. Like this absolutely has to be the final straw. Joel and B came straight out and said, "I don't care about this dude." <laughs> like this has to be the end of it. I don't. I don't think he comes. I don't think he even comes back to practice at this point. They they got to work something out. This is a disaster. What he's just gonna keep getting fined, like in the meantime, because I like the I thing is, as of right now, there's like no indication whatsoever that you know we're anywhere close to a trade. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> this is gonna be a long process, man. I'm just I'm, me personally. I'm worried about Joel having a historic year and it mm. just gets wasted. You know, like I feel like we are about to witness the best basketball of Joel Embiid because what I saw last year, like he's about to hit the peak, man. Maybe maybe he's not even there yet, but dude is special. And if there's any person I can like cater to, like it's Joel Embiid. Like I want it bad for that guy. Yeah, and I feel like we are doing him such a disservice. Like I said earlier. You could just see the hurt in his eyes. Like, uh-huh. it just doesn't feel right. It, do, it doesn't feel right to me. Right, and not, not that he needs the motivation, but this might be extra motivation for him to go out there and show you, I don't need you, bro. Like, I never needed you. I was always good enough without you. you. The only reason the team was ever anywhere was because of me, not because of you. You were holding us back every year in the playoffs. So I think Joel is going to be a little bit more motivated this year. Maybe yeah. he'll average 35 out of anger. <laughs> Duncan with the super chat shout out to you man it says as a team are we ready or does this saga set us back I don't really think it phases the guys here um, I do think it's awkward the guy didn't say a word to anybody for the past week or whatever but um, I talent think- wise I though I can't wrap my head around man like you've <laughs> been really- like regardless of what's happened over the last few months like you've shared the court you've been teammates with these guys, you know, Joel for the last four or five years, Tobias a couple of years now, you've, you know, been on countless flights throughout the country together. And like, you can't even say a word to him. Like, how is that possible? It's immature, man. It, it really doesn't make sense. I think he was always like that though. I think he's always been 
standoffish. Like J.J. Reddick said, he he said one of the players, we would always go out after games and try to get everyone to come, and one of the players would never show up. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to say who it is. He's just always been in his own world better, too good for everyone. This, this I just read an article about the 76ers practice facility staff said that he came in, the door guy greeted him, he didn't say anything to him, he was just walked by all the staff members, didn't even look at him, and they were like, most players say hello, <laughs> but right. they were the one lady said that's also not out of the ordinary for Ben. He never really talks to anyone when he comes in. He's a dude. He's like a. I swear to God, he's a celebrity. He's above everyone. It's crazy. He's not even good enough to be acting like that. <laughs> like I just he's not. Oh, we ask like, and for the people I see some of y'all in the chat, like, just stop talking about Sixers fans. I, that's the worst thing mm-hmm. of this. Like, I'm tired of getting painted the victim. Yeah. Yeah, um, for like literally nothing. Like all we did was try to support this guy. All we did was try to come out here and and we all we asked was this guy to get better on offense. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Anyone Devin, that's anyone that's still defending him or or trying to blame someone else is just a delusional seven year old. So I'm not even I'm not even reading it at this point. It's ridiculous. It really like is. you like at this point you're just making yourself look stupid if you're really out here like oh it's the fans drove him out and if he had the support that Allen Iverson had and the, the. <laughs> shut up it's crazy Devin with the super chat says the situation brings out is bringing out the best of Joel he's evolving as a leader and I think it will show on the court we agree uh, Jimmy J with the super chat says you guys say do things the right way now Sixers only hope is to land Beal or Dame which means trading Maxi Matisse two players doing it right. I don't even see that happening because I view Dame as the more likely one. And well, he's not leaving. I Please doubt trade Matisse. <laughs> don't get started, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to throw it in there. I doubt There's I mean I doubt we're getting any of them to be honest, but it's just uh we're in a tough spot. Uh, yeah, I need someone to I need someone to motivate me because I think we're screwed. We don't even have Shake Milton right now. Not that, and mm. I'm not even a biggest Shake Milton fan as as a point guard in the M in starting level point guard. Like we have Maxi and <laughs> Corkmaz, our backup point guard. This is ridiculous. That's what are we gonna do? We're gonna turn over the ball a lot. Birds Nation with the super chest says Ben Simmons should be suspended indefinitely without pay for conduct detrimental to the team. Yeah, imagine I could see this happening. What if he tries to come back and and we're just like nah. That's what's funny. He thought he had that power, and they were like, you know, we can just suspend you too, right? Like, there's ways that we can just not pay you. We can keep doing this. And I, I wish they would stop doing it, but if they want to battle, they're going to win. The, the, the franchise is going to win uh, money-wise. They're, they're, they're holding the team back uh, and everything like that, but, you know. This is sad, man. It really is a disgusting situation. Robert with the Super Chat, appreciate it, says, Will Simmons go down as the most hated Philadelphia athlete? I say yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's there's not even anyone close, man. This guy's just this is the most ridiculous situation I've ever seen. John Mack, man, thank you for the super chat. You got to stop it, bro. At this point, <laughs> said no. Howie Meadows still available. Sheesh, man. And and we start tomorrow. <laughs> we play basketball that counts tomorrow night. I'm excited. I, I think we're going to be a better team without him. Um, Joel Embiid, like you said, Eastwood, you hit it on the nail, bro. That dude hates Ben Simmons with a passion, and he's going he's gonna to be looking to prove everyone wrong that I don't need that bum on my team. Plus, Maxi, he's going to get buckets. 
Isaiah Joe is going to get buckets. And I'm telling you, haven't you named Tobias be, Harris, man? He's supposed to be. He's going to get buckets player. too. We're going to be. You don't think you Simmons. need. You don't think you need. And listen, I don't think we were a championship team with Ben Simmons. Even with him on the floor, I've been screaming we need a point guard forever. Now we still don't have a a, yeah, a, I mean, a veteran point guard. And you know, I'm I'm not saying they're they're going to be that much worse without Ben Simmons. I just don't think we're advancing at all. We're not getting better. Nope. I don't think we're getting better without a veteran point guard. Okay. I'll tell you this, we're a better team without Ben Simmons in the playoffs. Maybe not the regular season, but in the playoffs, we're a better team without Ben Simmons. I guarantee it. And if Maury just, you know, was smart and got rid of him right away, you know, get Brogdon here, we would be a championship team. Because Brooklyn, without Kyrie and with with that leadership over there, with Steve Nash, KD, I'm not afraid of them. Milwaukee's great, don't get me wrong, but... We match up pretty well against Milwaukee with Embiid. You could put Embiid on Giannis. I'm telling you, bro, the East is open if we traded for Brogdon. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we have Joel Embiid, a top a top five player in the league. We got to stop sleeping on Embiid. We got to just build a cohesive roster. You want me to bring up the statistics, RB, for you? Hold up, hold up. Bucks are stomping the Nets right now. I mean, what statistics you want? It's it's the eye test. Like it's the same type I, of of theory where everyone's like yeah we'll be fine with ben once we get to the playoffs it's the same story we're not good enough on offense we're just not there and uh, great. i think i think i think we stand a chance against the nets because they can't guard and beat at all mm-hmm. but i don't think we stand a chance against the bucks or probably the heat with lowry uh in the playoffs in the half court sets and stuff like that i'm just hey, man, I'm not, me, man. okay i got the stats right here in the 2021 NBA playoffs, when Joel Embiid was on the court, the Sixers had an offensive rating of 122.4. To put that in perspective, in 2009, in 2009, when LeBron was on the court for the Cavs, they had an offensive rating of 115.6, so better than LeBron James in his prime. When Joel Embiid was off the court, the Sixers had an offensive rating of 101.9. So what does that tell you? We need some depth. So if you're going to trade Simmons, trade him for some depth, and when he actually had value, you could have done that. You could have got Jaden McDaniels from the Timberwolves. You could have got Malik Beasley and whatever. But we need depth that actually produces when Joel Embiid's off the court. Because guess what? When Joel Embiid's on the <laughs> floor, we're one of the best teams in the league. It's that simple. So let's address the depth. And, oh, we have a Ben, we have a ben Simmons who wants out, who had a lot of value after the season. Get role players that actually can produce off the bench. We still haven't done that every year. When Embiid's off the floor, we suck, and we never address it. We always try to go superstar hunting rather than actually build a cohesive team that every player on the roster fits with Embiid. That's what the Bucs did with Giannis. Every player on the roster fits with Giannis. Was Brooke Lopez's great player? Everyone was shitting on them before. Everyone was shitting on Chris Middleton before they won the championship. Everybody was shitting on the Drew Holiday signing. But you know what they did? They built a cohesive roster that actually makes sense with the best player. We're not uh, that far away from a championship. I'm telling I was you. Just, I was just going to say, though, they signed a veteran all-star level point guard and then won a championship. Brogdon, but Maury's a dunk. No, 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 Drew Holiday. I mean, Brogdon's a fringe all-star. I'm not saying he's on Drew Holiday's level. Oh, you're saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was a huge yeah, yeah. trade too. Though, like they sacrificed like three first round picks. Like they and gave up a lot. But go back before the playoffs. Before the playoffs last year, everyone, no one gave them a chance because I picked the Bucks to win it all, and no one gave them a chance. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's the same old Bucks." Blah 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 blah. 
but they did it because everyone on that roster is cohesive with Giannis. We still haven't done that with Embiid. We still don't know rosters. So wait, Rob, like. I got a question for you. What's up? Like, I hear you. Depth has always been an issue with this team. And, you know, you, you sit here and weigh whether we should hunt stars still or just go and make the move or you bring in multiple guys that just fit the team. But I'm going to be honest with you. You want to know what comes before depth if we're addressing this team? We need a starting point guard. Like, yeah, I, I love Tyrese Maxey, but it's not fair to him. And he's just simply not ready to be a, a starting point guard, at least for a championship team. It's not fair to him. And, you know, Doc was trying to get him to be like a Rondo type of player. That's not him. You're making him you're making him worse. He's a scoring guard. I think I think he's a sixth man, if we're being honest. But like, like my question is like, is depth more important to you or getting a starting point guard? Because we need a starting point guard. That should come Dude, before anything. This is this is why I got on Maury all offseason. Cause I wanted to trade for a point guard. But we but he didn't do it. So now we're stuck with getting role players for him. Well, now we're stuck getting nothing. We're screwed because Maury. That's why I've been on Maury all throughout the offseason. We could have had a good deal. I'm telling you, you go back right after the playoffs, you could have got a great deal. Maybe it wouldn't have looked as good because people would look at the names like Jaden McDaniels, Malik Beasley, and they would be like, oh, they're not that good. But just like Seth Curry, he they would shock the fans. I'm telling you, we had a deal, but Maury just sat on his on his um ass and ruined it. That's just my yeah, you you were you were never getting Dame without a a, a package anyway. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like, oh, we Ben once traded, okay, give us Dame. No. It would have taken Ben and pick swaps and Maxi and a whole bunch. So, it's not like Ben even had that much trade value in the first place to get a superstar back by himself. So, it was a it was an uphill battle that probably was never going to happen in the first place. We got to get to the super chats, but Rob, all I want to say is that you have two fatal flaws with your theory. Number one. Fatal. Fatal flaws. <laughs> one, there was <laughs> there was never a good deal for 2-5. Like, you, we have to come to realize this. After that series, with the way that went down, you were not getting anything for him. And I I honestly think it's all been speak. Like, there's just been nothing. There, because the guy literally folded before our eyes. That's number one. And number two, I'm tired of everybody talking about the Bucks like they just set a new like precedent for the league. This was literally the outlier year. Every team, their starters played like 10 games together. There were injuries. There were COVID. Le- LeBron didn't even make it past the first round. Curry wasn't. Like all these stars weren't there. It, this is never going to happen again, what we saw last year. All the stars are going to make it deep in the playoffs. The teams in the East got better. We didn't. It's as simple as that. Like I really, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit more on on Rom's side. I just, I think you're right about the injuries and stuff, but I really think the Bucks are, are very well rounded with us. The right type of star, the right type of fitting role players, and good defense and good shooting and deep bench. And I wouldn't be surprised personally if the Bucks do it again without all of the injuries. But at they, least make I see them making it out of the it, right now. I see them making it out of the East again. Dude, there were times in these playoffs that they didn't even look that good. They got better as they went on, but like, like look who they were playing. I mean, they played the Hawks in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, <laughs> that's true. They, and then they played the Suns, who absolutely folded from their, their they deviated from the way that they play. I don't know, man. I mean, look, I'm not trying to take anything away from Giannis and the Bucks. Like, shout out to him and, and the way he led that team. All I'm saying is, in a normal year, when you got you know, these stars lining up. I just don't see it happening. But, um, and I mean, everybody might get hurt again. Who knows? But 
Andre with the super chest has been a single handedly turned the Sixers into a joke. Clearly doesn't want to be there, but has Doc looking like a crazy girlfriend that won't let go. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, shout out to Trenton. Try not to miss any of these. Says bro, Ben Simmons has made me lose a lot of love for the game of basketball. Ooh, Sorry, poor Trenton, bro. Um, that is uh, so, up for Trenton. I don't want to miss any of these. Nets are down by twenty. <laughs> we missed a, a bunch of these, but uh, I hate the Nets. I'm so happy. Wait, what was the series versus the Hawks last year for the Bucks? I think it was uh four to two. All right, so that four that Bucks three. team when they were injured beat won two games against Giannis and the Bucks. So you're telling me if we didn't trade for Brogdon and we have Embiid and Dude. a roster that actually makes sense, you don't think we have a chance against the Bucks? I'm not considering saying that Hawks team. Bucks. I'm saying we don't have a chance against Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. Like, Dude. Kyrie's he's gone. He's not playing this year. He's not going to get vaccinated. I don't think and that I don't think that overpowered offense with three guys that shoot 30 shots a game is really that lethal. It's like those players individually are lethal and two of them with another with another piece that makes more sense. I don't think those three together is that lethal. This whole like ESPN every single day. Oh, the Nets are the favorite. The Nets are the favorite. The Nets are going to score 150 a game. Nobody's going to be able to stop. They can't defend anybody anybody dude they they lost games last year they lost a game to the washington wizards in, in at the end of regulation on a wide open layup and yeah, but you don't Kevin think Durant, like James if we Harden. if we played them in a seven game series right now like you think we beat them right it's now no. six see like that's they i think that's the six. point rb's trying to make like right and and i'm you also may not think the nets are like the title favorites but they're better than us like you can't right. they're a, clearly a better Bro, team than if they did if if a trade would have happened you know brogdon and and if brogdon and lavert was true you know and then you know uh maxi and and drummond off the bench and and maybe seth curry would have been coming off the bench if that was the case i mean that could have been a pretty deep team with a with a good uh veteran facilitating guard and a scorer on the floor but the way we're constructed right now with mm. with two five just sitting there, no, uh, no. We're also forgetting that this is a league where LeBron went to the finals eight straight times. Like that is the the usual. Like Steph Curry's usually there. LeBron's usually there. Last year was just a weird, weird year. Um, Vasilo with the super chest, his front office is totally incompetent. Imagine if we kept Jimmy and traded Ben, we'd be champs mm -hmm. by now. Need to cut losses and get CJ or Levine. I don't even think it's happening. Levine, come on, bro. I really don't think it's See, happening. See, someone just said they can't defend, but they can outscore teams. They just lost 127 to 104. I mean, it is opening night, but it doesn't matter. They did this a hundred, they did this a lot of times during the regular season last year. It, it's it's scorers that sometimes aren't aren't on their game. And that's their whole their whole game plan is is we need our 30 point scorers to score 30 points. Okay, you got 60. What else you got? I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I just, you know, not even looking at just the Nets. Like, there's also other squads. Like, I don't think we're beating Miami in a series. I think Joel would dominate. Mm -hmm. But I also think with their toughness, and and let me tell you something, it's going to be a pain in the ass to play Miami. Oh, like yeah. Kyle Lowry and Jimmy, like, it's just going to be one of those grit and grind type of <sighs> teams. And, like, I, yeah. like, even the Hawks have some experience now. They went deep in the playoffs. And the Knicks are a tough team, right? Like, they play you tough. I don't know, man. Just, I'm anti-Nets. I'm more scared of the Heat and the yeah. Bucks and the Bulls, honestly, than I am the Nets. I don't care anymore about James Harden and Kevin Durant and nobody else around. The, the skeleton of Blake Griffin. 
Yeah. You could have been the Heat. That could have been us. You could have, yeah. Chat says Ron makes so much sense. Not about the big names all the time. And beat is as good as these yes. top guys. I'm telling you, Brogdon and Levert, and you think we won't match up with the Bucks. Well, we're not getting Brogdon and Levert anymore. I don't even think that was on the table. And again, I'm not saying that we won't match up with the Bucks. I'm just talking about teams with two to three stars. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I I just don't feel like Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, and Joel match up with those teams. I don't. Like, I think Joel can dominate. I think he could average 38 in a series. But, I mean, I feel like it's this common theme, just in my opinion. Like, we rely so much on these young guys and these role players. Like, our bench is not good. I've been saying this. Tobias Harris, you can only expect the 22 from Tobias a game. That's it. I just That's hit it. at I just hit I just hit Adam Butt for the whole stream. <laughs> <laughs> he just said the same thing. If Ben Simmons had the support that Iverson did, so I just hit him oh, for the whole stream. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I think um I'm more high on the team because I feel like we've been playing with no chemistry for like four years now because you gotta you got your second best player as a guy who refuses to develop. And then when he gets to the playoffs, he literally goes to the short corner. So this year, this team will actually have some chemistry, which is a huge thing in basketball. And we've been missing that for, I don't even know how many years. And it actually seems like Embiid and Tobias know how to end Danny green are actually going to build a winning culture and actually hold people accountable for once. Like, it's going to be a whole different feeling and atmosphere, and there's actually going to be spacing for Embiid. I'm telling you, we're going to be a better team without Simmons just because of those two factors. Number one, chemistry, and number two, spacing on the floor. I, I do think we'll be a better team. I agree with that. Uh, with God, with the Super Chat, says, RB, you got to get off the super stuff star, Superstar stuff. This isn't 2K. Please tell me the last time Katie Curry, Kyrie won a championship or stayed healthy as 2021 LeBron time is over. It's reality. The reality is that the Lakers signed every free agent imaginable. They have another star. Like it, it this literally is 2K what we're playing right now in the NBA. Like that ain't that are, that Lakers team is that's gonna be a disaster, man. Stars are team. You're telling me you're telling me putting Russell Westbrook on the floor with those guys is a good idea. I don't think no, yeah, I don't think. But I, well, I you know what think, though? I don't think the Lakers are gonna be some blowover and, and LeBron can't make a finals anymore. Like I just don't I just right. don't think it I think the Lakers won when they had a great supporting cast around LeBron and AD, and they should have just continued that trend. Let's just put shooters, defenders, bench players around these around LeBron but and that's AD. The point. They had two there's no, there's no reason to put a, a ball hog Russell Westbrook in the middle of all of that. This, is, I can't wait. Yeah, for that, that was dumb. I don't agree with that. Right? Was... Well, no, not, not a blow, not a blow over at all. Ever since the Raptors won that title, everybody's like, oh, man, maybe the super team thing isn't the thing anymore, which is true. I don't think you need three all-stars to be a championship team, but I think you need at least two. You look at all these teams, like even the Suns, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, the Bucks. It's Giannis is the lone superstar, but I'll, I'll be honest, Drew or Chris, could they could both be an all-star. Like You look at this Sixers team, Tobias, come on, man. He had the most efficient year of his career, and he's still not an all-star. Like he, I'll be honest, he came up – I was disappointed in him. He came up short in that Hawk series. I think he had five points in game six. In game seven, he was eight of 24. Like, that just gets overlooked because Ben Simmons, you know, choked his life away. Like, like yeah, I hear what you're saying. Is... But, like, I get the depth thing and everything, but, like, you just can't win with – you need another – like, 
you need a Robin to like impede yeah. Batman. Like you can't tell me, do not sell me that it's Tobias Harris because it's not. It never will be. No, Tobias Harris is like he's good at what he does, but he's definitely a limited offensive player. He needs to be in the right situation, ex- exploit the right mismatches and things like that. He's not a he's not a give him the ball and go get a bucket kind of guy that you, that you need in crunch time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I think everybody's got to get this last year, like last year and then the half year before where it went to the bubble and all. Like we got to get that out of our heads, you know, trying to act like that's like the what set the tone now. That's not going to happen every year. And I like I agree with Steven. Like I think we need another another player. We need another dog. Why do you think we've been so hungry about getting Dame or another star? It's How do we get it though? How do we get it at this yeah, point? We don't now. We don't. But if you're going to go after a superstar, we're going to give up Maxi, Thibel, Isaiah Joe. So once again, it's going to be the same issue. Once Embiid or Dame go off the floor, we're going to suck because we're giving up all our depth and it's just going to be over and over again. The reason I look at the Bucks is because we are not in LA. We can't attract free agents. So we got to do what the Bucks did, replicate that, or even the Warriors because they drafted all those players. But I know damn well this team doesn't know how to draft anyone for the life of us. We wasted a pick on Jaden fucking Springer. And we could have had Jared Butler. There goes the like like, there goes the yellow money symbol in the in the monetized category. I, I apologize. <laughs> Jaden Springer, bro. like I'm sorry, but this this franchise is so bad, poorly run. We need to sell the team. We need to fire Daryl Morey. Elton Brand. How does Elton Brand still have a job? I mean, come on now. Elton Brand has a job. This is ridiculous. <laughs> he and apparently he was the one who let Simmons in the side door. He he's it's an underrated yo. I mean, I don't know. It's an I just love it. aspect of this. I love that thing. it was the side door. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Like <laughs> back door, side door, I don't know, but He's the one who paid Horford. He handed Ben Simmons the max contract. He let Jimmy, well, I guess it was a sign and trade, but like, yeah, that's an underrated aspect of this team that, you know, Elton Brand is definitely a big reason why this team is just falling apart. I mean, this whole thing's going to crash. I was just picturing Elton Brand like in a suit and it's like an old gym door and you just like, it's just like, and he like peeks out. He's like, all right, yeah, come on, come on in. <laughs> you can't make this up, man. Probably said, hey, Ben. He probably didn't even reply to him. He just walked right by. <laughs> the Sears with the super chest is throw Simmons in a blockbuster with hella picks for someone better. I, it's going to be hard at this point. Like, the man really doesn't have any value. Like, so it's, uh, it's tough. So, uh, where did this super chat go? Um, Jeff, thank you for the super chat. Lakers have the Al Horford of NBA lineups. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You saw was you saw some of those preseason games by Westbrook. The guy's throwing the ball out of bounds like he's throwing the ball like Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I don't know. If in the finals, <laughs> I don't know, man. I had to piss off the chat one time with the Jalen Hurts. They should have traded for Buddy. To be honest, it's your boy with the. Super yeah, team. I agree. They definitely should have did that. It would have been a way better fit. They literally had the trade in her hands, too. I was scared. I was sitting there when I heard those rumors that it was like between Russell and Buddy. And I'm like, dude, they're stupid. Like, if they get Buddy, they're going to win. I'd pick them to be the title favorites. Yeah, I agree. It's your boy says Giannis destroyed the Nets. Net fans are about to be saltier than the ocean. Respect to the Bucks. 
Shout out to the Bucks for a good win. Uh, he checks with Vic. What's going on, man? Thank you for the super chat. Hey, all BS drama aside, what's your player to watch this season? I also do think it's funny that his initials are BS. I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't even realize who, that. Who? What's your player to watch this season and why? What do you guys think? Let's do that. Go one by one. What's your player to watch? Who's your player to watch this season? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's got to be Embiid, man, because he's got even more spacing. Like the first year last year, when we finally give him some spacing, he's an MVP candidate. I thought he was the MVP. So, you know, the team may not be as good in the regular season, but he's going to be even more dominant. It has to be Embiid, man. Yeah, I don't um, think we've ever seen Embiid with, with – I don't think Embiid's ever played in space like he's about to, you know, with, with four shooters on the floor. Um, I wasn't going to say Embiid, though, because that, that's like kind of – I'll go aside from Embiid. Um, Isaiah Joe, and I know I, I think oh, I, I, pro- I probably stole someone's player. Yeah, Jeez, he's fuck. just – I'm looking for him to get run because I think he has backup point guard abilities also. And with us being uh, – we don't even have a starting point guard, so who knows what the point guard thing is going to be. I hope I, I have faith that Isaiah Joe is going to come out and show people something and, and be like, wow, maybe this kid can actually ball, you know, and get a significant amount of minutes, uh, even in Doc Rivers' rule book. Doc actually said he's he's in the lineup. He said he would play him, so that's that's a good sign. All right, but let's I'm, go. I'm going to go with um, – I'm gonna go with Matisse Thybul because he's on my radar. If he doesn't develop that three-point shot, I'm gonna be calling for him to get out of town. But if he does develop that three-point shot, bro, I'll be the biggest fan because he'll just be so lethal if he can shoot 40% from three. And um, teams actually have to respect him on offense. That'd be like a huge difference maker in the Sixers lineup if he could develop that shot. But with that form. I don't got confidence in it, but yo, Thibault, if you're listening, prove me wrong, bro, and put the camera down. <laughs> yeah, why can't he vlog the practices? <laughs> <laughs> he probably took his camera away, to be honest, but I'm going to go with, did. Uh, with Shake Milton. <laughs> I think Shake, I'm losing confidence in Shake, and um, I think this is it for Shake. If he doesn't come out and prove something, I, I just don't. I don't see the consistency with him. So hopefully he can stay healthy. Doc said he's not even close to returning. Uh, we definitely need that type of guard off the bench. I still hope we trade for a veteran point guard, but I guess we'll see what happens with Shake Milton. Um, he's been highly inconsistent. Uh, man, for- I can't believe we play basketball tomorrow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Pretty rough, man. Philly 4 for 4 with the Super Chess is we have picks. That's how you get a star via trade. We have a decent amount, but. Still wish we had some more, some more first rounders at least. What do we have? What do we have as far as picks that aren't our own in, in, in first round picks? I don't think we have too many. We're done. Yeah, so I mean, they're they're not that valuable. They're late first round picks, uh, assuming we're we're gonna be you know good t- a good team. Um, I, I just don't I don't think they're that valuable. We just I wish we had a couple more firsts, but I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be rough, like. Like, even today, like, I'm sure Tyrese Maxey was probably in a state where Doc was like, you know, we don't know if you're going to start or not. Like, we'll have to see what happens. And I just don't want to treat the rest of the team that way. So I, I really hope 2-5 doesn't come back. And I hope we just move forward. I think we'll be a good team. Um, but 
let's get into some predictions. I know it's probably the hardest record prediction ever, but if you guys had to go around, we'll go we'll go record prediction and then what seed will the Sixers finish in? And let us know in the chat. What what will the record be and and what will uh the seeding be? Who's going first? I can go. Um it's hard to say record-wise. Um, I see us being just with everything I know now, honestly, a fourth, a fourth or fifth seed, honestly. Like just with everything I know now, if they can get a decent package for Simmons, I think we could climb into that third slash second seed. But right now, I gotta say we're probably the fourth seed in the East, I would say. I would say behind obviously the Bucks, the Nets, and even the Heat. I just think when you add Kyle Lowry to that mix, I mean, the team was just in the finals a couple years ago. You know what I mean? And there's no drama over there. They have their, they have their system. You know, I don't really know what we have. It seems like it's just going to be, you know, banking on Embiid. It kind of gives me vibes of like what Maury did in Houston with James Harden. It was like, all right, you know, this is your team, man. We're just going to have guys around you. You know, they won games, but they weren't like, they weren't a top two seed in the West. Like I get similar vibes. How many wins is that as the fourth seed? I don't know, like 40. I don't even know if they can get to 50. Like, it might be right around there, I would say. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 50 and 32, uh, third seed in the East. I just think there's Joel Embiid so dominant against most teams in the NBA. Like, even just watching the past couple years. We'd, we'd struggle against the Bucks. We'd struggle against the Toronto when they had Gasol and all the size there. We had There's teams that he struggled with, but for the most part, nobody can guard him outside of those top two or three teams. And that that leads us to a 50-win season. I just feel like kind of no matter what, as long as uh, everybody around him is shooting the ball. Um, is, I'll go third seed, uh, 50 and 32. I'm going on um, 50 like you, um, and we'll be the third team behind the Heat and the Bucks. Wow. No respect to the Nets. Damn, I guess I'm the Debbie Downer here. What's going on? <laughs> I think I'm going to go fourth seed behind the Nets, Bucks, and the Heat, and I think we'll be tied with fourth with the Atlanta Hawks. I think they'll be the fourth seed with us. I was going to say 51 and 31, so – um. Yeah, I'm going 51-31. I was like two games off last year, even though it was a shortened year. Um, but honestly, like if we trade for a decent player, we I could see us getting up to the third seed. And if we don't and things go bad, I could see us being like a sixth seed, honestly. Um, that would be terrible. I, I would be so upset. Yeah, I mean, I just think there's going to be a few surprises in the East. Um, that's just me, though. Like, I wouldn't even count out Toronto. I'm not going to say they're going to be a top five team or anything in the East, but I think Toronto is going to come back with a little bit of a vengeance, especially, you know, being back in Toronto now. And, you know, they're just another tough team to play. The Knicks are annoying. So, like, in terms of how you play them and stuff. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Connor with the Super Chess is, can, can Tobias be a true number two? I don't think so. No. Nope. No. Not enough. Not enough ISO game. Not enough one-on-one ability to create a shot. Um, just kind of a guy that's good at what he does. Needs to be, like I said before, needs to be the right plays, the right screens, the right mismatches, things like that. I do think he's 
I think him and Embiid are both better with Ben Simmons off the floor. I think they both work better in space. Uh, and, and, you know, they, they're both... Tobias scores a lot of points in the paint with his little turnaround jumper. So, you know, you're down to two guys that score in the paint versus two guys and a guy standing in the paint not scoring. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, where was that comment at? Somebody said it depends on how many games Embiid plays. Hopefully he can stay healthy. You know, we definitely need that. Um, we're not even talking about Chicago. <laughs> I forgot about Chicago. Oh, man. Oh, they're scary. No, they're they are. They are. They got four all-star level players. Yeah. I feel like one of the teams that we, we mentioned is going to dip out. Like somebody might just like bottom out. I feel like that usually happens, but Chicago could be a team to kind of like, you know, exceed expectations per se and um, even be like mess around and be a top three seed or something like that. But right. What about Boston? Nobody's talking about them. Do you think they're just going to stay put? I actually think Boston's tanking this year. <laughs> really? Like, I don't understand what they're doing with that team. Like, Al Horford, Josh Richardson, like, they're recreating <laughs> the prototype that was, like, with, with the Sixers. And, I mean, I, I like their young players, but mm -hmm. I don't, like, there was something that was said about how they're trying to create a bunch of cap space for next offseason, like, when, when uh, some free agents hit. So, I honestly feel like they're just going to make the playoffs and just – be like a bottom seed, but that's just how I feel. What do you think about the Hawks? Are the Hawks going to be uh, – are they going to come back down to earth? Yes. Man, they got to. Because their fans are on fire. Their fans yeah. are on fire for a whole year up? straight. I think they'll be a middle-of-the-pack team, maybe like a five seed. Just not take the leap, like not carry the momentum like everybody thinks they're going to, right? Yeah. Again, because like other teams are better now. So I still don't feel that they have enough experience. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't really like the, again, the, like last year, you could afford to play like how they were trying to go about things, especially in the playoffs. But, you know, if they go up against a team with like a couple top stars, I don't see them beating them. This Lakers spacing is already bad. <laughs> I was wondering why this man was over here laughing. They're going under the screen. LeBron just got an automatic double team because they, they guarded Westbrook like they guard Ben Simmons. They just went straight to LeBron double team and left Westbrook wide open. This is not good, I'm telling you. you Westbrook will be traded. Though? Westbrook will be traded. I guarantee it. LeBron will not stand for it. Eh. Clay ain't coming back till a while. I don't know. I feel like they could be a sleeper, but at the same time, I'm looking at their roster in my head, and it's just like... A lot of what ifs, you know. Mm -hmm. But but when it comes playoff time, playoff time when Clay's back, if they're like a, <laughs> they'll be a scary six seed. Or yeah, like you don't want to see them. Yeah, what is like Clay's time? What is Clay's timetable? I think like after Christmas or after trade. I don't know. I forget, dude. So he tore his ACL and then he tore his other ACL, or was it a, a Achilles or something? I, I forget. I forget. I think it was both ACLs, if I'm not mistaken. I think. KD was was the one that tore his Achilles, but yeah, I it was. The Nuggets are going to be good. Yeah, I agree with that. My sleeper team. Oh, you could go RB. My bad. Nah, ACL was, ACLs can take a long time, man. Sometimes an ACL can take two full years for you to be a hundred percent. Well, if you if you remember, he tore his other one on the day of the draft. 
and they yeah. took Wiseman, but they didn't take Lamelo Ball. But no. um, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see if, uh, what they can do. But I think the Clippers will still be good in the regular season. In my oh, opinion, I forgot about them. And I think Kawhi's gonna come back during the playoffs because he's already like shooting. Because dude, they they played really well against. <laughs> yeah, that was the a great Suns. series. Like without PG, I mean without Kawhi, they still played very well. I think Ty Lue has a great system over there. You don't think ah, we could trade could Ben there for one of their guys? See, Are you out of your the, mind, sec- the second tier LA team seems like a nice spot for uh, Ben to go to. Plus, he can go there with his boy uh, Tyron Lue, right? That's his guy. Clutch no. guys, right? No. Clippers are laughing at that. <laughs> I Dwight think, Howard. I think the East is going to be significantly better than I the West. With that. Like yeah. That. I don't know. I just don't see it in the West. I think the East is going to be tough. But um, we got 410 people in here. Shout out to everybody here, man. Drop a like. Subscribe to all the channels. Read some comments. Um, I can't believe that we're playing ball tomorrow. Like, I think it'll hit me sometime tomorrow night. Like, <laughs> fact, like first off, let's go over that. I expect us to dominate the Pelicans mm-hmm. because Zion is out. The Pelicans are a disaster. We let's let's be grateful we're not the Pelicans, okay? And if we <laughs> lose tomorrow night, like, yeah, that's know, it's not gonna feel good. Who do lose. the Pelicans even have anymore other than Ingram and Zion's hurt? Like. What's Z- what's Zion's injury? Fatness. Same injury. Like isn't that like man. a foot or something? I got he's too big for his for his joints, man. He's always gonna have ankles and knees. He's always gonna have ankle and knee issues. Unless he gets back down to what he looked like in high school, which was like seventy pounds lighter than he is right now. <laughs> who honestly, who is starting for the Pelicans? Like I know they, they traded um his name Steven Adams and uh they waived uh what's his name Bledsoe or no they traded Bledsoe I don't even know yeah Steven <laughs> Ad- Steven Adams used to Steven Adams is a good defender man he used to give Joel Embiid problems but without without Steven Adams there oh that's uh, right um, they got um Valanciunas Devontae Alexander Graham. Walker right yeah, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Josh, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Valanciunas. If they actually had Zion, like they would be a pretty solid young team. But without Zion, they're they're nothing special. Nikhil All right, so Ingram. there you go. We start out one and zero. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, Trey Murphy's also a nice rookie. Uh, it would be nice if we had a nice rookie on the Sixers, but we're stuck with Jaden freaking Springer. I'll never get over that. Never, yeah. I don't. I don't really understand that pick. That's a bad draft pick, man. He, he, I, honestly, he. I honestly think we should have kept Ray John Tucker. <laughs> like yeah, I, I agree I, with Ray John Tucker. I really enjoyed that. Name. I think Shaq Harrison is better. Yeah, bro. We could use Ray John Tucker just for like some grittiness and like hustle plays. Like, why not? Yeah, I liked him, yeah. man. Plus, plus, you get a highlight dunk once in a while. Who doesn't and like he'll, that? I think Speaking he'll shoot it. Dunks. Shout out to my guy, First State Fishing. He's a goat, man. Shout out to him. He says, uh, really hoping B's meniscus is good with not getting surgery scares me, man. I agree with this. What do we think about Joel and his massive dunks and his flashiness? And what do you, what do you guys think? Should he should he lessen up on that or just be himself? 
No, I, I think he will lessen up on it. And I think he should. Like he tried banging on who was that when he hurt his knee in the playoffs? Was it um it was the wizard center? He had no reason to do that. Like I knew as soon as he went <laughs> up, I'm like, I don't know if you need to be doing this, man. Like, yeah, I but look just, what it it's the second preseason game. He freaking takes one dribble and dunks from the foul line. Yeah, that was he looks more nimble now. It looks like he's preparing to like take on that bigger workload. Like he looks even more like uh i would say more lean he looks at least like in the face and everything like that so he knows he knows better now i hope he does i think he has an ability and he likes to show it off and you know he gets in the moment and he just takes one dribble and he just wants to destroy someone's entire existence <laughs> and he yeah he has to learn how to like stop plant two feet pump yeah. fake draw a foul Go up, you know, like, we don't need the highlight dunks, man. We need you to be healthy. Yeah, I agree with that. That that Washington injury still, like, in the regular season, that was such a fluke. That was so was it Robin like, Lopez? Was it no, Robin I'm, Lopez? I'm talking about the one in the regular season oh. where he dunked and he just got hurt. Like, that was just so unlucky in my opinion. Oh, but the Robin, the Robin Lopez one, I feel like, yeah, he could avoid those types of injuries. But the one in the regular season, like, that was just a freak accident. But I don't think there's anything to worry about with his meniscus. Like they said, it was a, it was a, a minor meniscus tear, mm -hmm. and they said a lot of athletes over the age of 25 have minor meniscus tears that they don't even know about unless you get an MRI and, and it shows. So it could be painful. I mean, like my knees hurt once in a while. I probably got meniscus tears all over the place. I'm not playing in the NBA, so it doesn't matter, but – you know, it's just, it's not a torn meniscus. It's a partially, and it could have just been like a millimeter of a tear, you know, that just healed in like three weeks or whatever. And it's not like it, I mean, he may have, it probably affected him a little bit in the playoffs, but it didn't seem like it. He was still his same dominant self. You know what I mean? Like it. He was playing through pain. I think that's just it. He was just playing through pain at, at certain times. Mm -hmm. um, Yo, Eastwood. It, so, it, am I reading this correctly? You're watching the Lakers Warriors game, right? Yeah. So they got DeAndre Jordan and Kemp Bazemore starting. Who is that? The Lakers. That was not starting. starting no, they just made a they just made a change. There's but I'm, I don't... I'm reading the starting lineup and it says Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kemp Bazemore, DeAndre Jordan, and Russell Westbrook. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you're right. DeAndre Jordan oh is starting. I didn't even God. see him on the floor. Yeah, they don't care, man, about space. Why are they not starting Malik Monk? And why is Anthony Davis not growing some balls and playing? The Thank you, position? man. That guy's such a fraud, dude. I never understand why he's <laughs> before. Like you're he's a never, center. He's never going to play center. He doesn't like the physicality. He wants to be a, uh, a jump shooter. That's what he's going. You know, he's going to get away with it because he's still elite. Um. Not everybody wants to play a Joel Embiid game. Not everybody can play a Joel Embiid game. Back to the basket, throw a big shoulder around. I can't That's believe they're starting DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> I know. Melo's in the game. Oh, God. This is literally – everybody's old. Man, it's going to be bad. LeBron just wants to play with his friends at this point. I don't even know if he cares anymore. LeBron's, LeBron still looks – I mean, at least so far this first quarter. He's, LeBron's he fine. He oh, looks yeah, like, he's yeah. fine for sure. That's the only reason they have a chance because LeBron and AD. Melo came, down, Mello came in and turned it over right away. <laughs> Dude, LeBron, that's the only thing that's holding me back from saying the Lakers are mm -hmm. are out of it because LeBron, like. Dang, he, he just like, got away with shoving a good dollar there, damn. He looks fine to me, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, and like, I think if they just I think, get rid of Westbrook, they'd be and AD stays healthy. LeBron and AD can take him anywhere. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think uh, last year being his first injury in his whole career where he missed like significant time, he was probably more motivated this offseason to be even healthier than he was before, which is. I don't know if it's possible because the guy's just a freak with his diet and workouts and stuff. But oh, I've learned over the years just don't doubt LeBron. <laughs> you know, don't it's doubt him, better. man. He might be playing at an all-star level when he's forty. He Remember really when might. We be. almost got LeBron. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> ben Ben Simmons probably the reason that didn't happen. Those are the days, bro. You remember his kid like was checking out of high school in Philly or something, and everyone was going crazy. <laughs> the good times, man. There was a doctor in Philly that paid for three billboards with LeBron on them. <laughs> Guy spent like $1.5 million on billboards. <laughs> All that just for LeBron not to go to the meeting, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even go to the meeting. <laughs> Bro, I was already buying a LeBron jersey, like low-key. I fell for it hard. LeBron is nine points. Those were the days, man. Should have got KD. Or Kawhi, like like Brett Brown said. Star hunting. Speaking of star Ah. hunting, uh, Mikael Bridges signed a $80 million extension. Always nice. Shout out to him. It's amazing that they were star hunting and (laughs) traded the perfect fit draft pick. That's just just the most ridiculous trade of all. That's the most ridiculous trade of all time. It really is. You guys exactly the player you needed to fit what you wanted. (laughs) Do you guys think Jaden Springer touches the floor this year? Once? No. If we have a if we have a COVID outbreak, yes. No, I don't even think that. I think (laughs) I would bet minutes in the preseason. I would bet RB touches the floor before betting Jaden Springer touching the floor. (laughs) I will touch the floor. I'll be courtside. <laughs> exactly. Spot comes back. Oh yeah. And the game he comes back, you can assure he's not playing. There's no way right. he's playing. I looked up opening night. Twenty. There was one ticket left courtside. Twenty six hundred bucks. So how are you feeling about that? I think I think I'll I'll take my chances <laughs> on betting which team he goes to and buying <laughs> tickets for that game. <laughs> Honestly, because I, I actually, you know what? Nah, I'm going back to my theory. I you want a hot take? I don't think he plays this season. I think he's gonna get bought out and nobody's gonna want him. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he I don't think he plays for the Sixers. You don't think he plays for anybody. If this goes on like this, do you really think they're gonna come to like some resolution and just give him whatever money and just buy him out? Like uh I think he, other you're gonna you're gonna find that it's gonna be one of those desperate teams that don't have anything going for them. Um like Market wise, that like I, I say that all the time, you know, Ben Simmons, boom, and then plays rookie highlights and like, look what he's gonna do. Yeah, but even now, after what happened today, like, it's it, you're really pulling the strings here, man. Like, even if, if he's way. bought out, yes, but I, I don't see anybody offering significant value for him in a trade at this point. I think if he, uh, I think if he came back, like, to a Sixers practice and started shooting the ball and tried to make it look good. Yeah. Like there'd probably be a good amount of teams involved, but someone will take them. It's just going to be, it's probably going to be like, OKC. 
I was just going to say, I keep coming back to that team, man, because they're just sitting on draft picks. And it just comes down to like, like Daryl's just going to have to take it because at least then you can flip those picks. They're a rebuilding team. I really wanted place for him to go too. I really wanted the press conference to happen because I really wanted, they were going to ask him straight up, why'd you ask for a trade? They were going to ask him straight up, why'd you, why'd you ask for a trade? And what was he going to say? Like, what don't you like about this team that you won back to back 50 win seasons? What don't you like about this team that you feel like you're going to get somewhere else? I don't understand it. Exactly. You're going to go to a trash team and not even be in the playoffs. I would love to ask him, what was the factor that made you want to get out of here? Like, how would you answer that? Really? Like, like you're playing with one of the best players, maybe of all time, if he stays healthy and gets some accomplishments and you don't want to play with him because you don't want to shoot the ball. This guy's an idiot. It's crazy. Do you guys think there's a chance that he pulled these antics today so that he didn't have to talk? You know, I was just going to say, do you think the Sixers like just put put out that info that he's going to be meeting with the media today, like to pressure him and actually showing up to practice? Because I think that was that was the second practice he showed up to. Right. Like, I almost wonder if that was kind of a chess move by the six. I don't know. I hate that. (laughs) I hate that we're sitting here like applauding this because it's a it's a horrible situation. They're putting this team in. Dude, we're in a bad spot, and I, I feel like I just feel empty when it comes to this team sometimes because, like, we went through years of tanking. We're talking about entire seasons, and <laughs> to 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 land one one player, yeah. we landed one player. <laughs> we couldn't even get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, we landed one player, and the third pick of the draft. All you have to do is be bad one year and take a player in the third pick of the draft. I just you don't have to tank for six years. I'm having trouble imagining like what happened today. Like I just see this dude dribbling on the sideline. Doctor, yo, Ben, you're in. He's like, <laughs> he <laughs> He's said like, no. He refused. It's the funniest thing ever. He's like, nah. He literally <laughs> dropped. <the ball laughs> like, I'm telling you, I, I I semi commend just absolutely how like arrogant this guy is it's it's something i've never seen before in my life never nobody can face him nobody dude it's insane like imagine like imagine how other players were looking at this guy as he's getting kicked out of practice like everybody's probably just standing there just like it was really like a high school kid man that's it really looked like an angry high school kid (laughs) that was crazy and the sixers brought that kid back in their facility and thought it was a good idea (laughs) I, I, I just I hope he doesn't get a dime. I really hope he gets app because honestly, like say he gets bought out, right? What do you guys think he'll sign for <laughs> with another team? I think oh he takes God. a minimum deal. What what does a buyout cost? There's no I don't even know I don't even know the rules on that. I think it well obviously they'd have to forego salary. But I'm not sure if they would give him like a year guaranteed or what, but they usually don't really talk like about how much it is, but I don't know. I'm just so there's a there, the the contract's guaranteed, but there's a buyout clause. Well, I, I don't know about his contract because we're so early into it. Like, usually it's like a player that gets traded on the final year, and then you know they buy him out easily, and it's they go sign with somebody. But now it's like you got four years left, buddy. Like, this is crazy, and I just really wonder what another team would give this guy. Like, would he sign like a one year four million dollar contract? Like. 
I don't know, man. He had he's a bitch. That's what's crazy about it. He nobody's given he's never getting a max contract again. There's just no way. Uh so he really did forfeit a lot of money by acting like this, by by just not wanting to improve his game or, or not wanting to face the fans after failing in game seven or whatever else. Like he really chose he really quit over taking all that money. That's insane to me. Like I said, I would dodge I would play basketball while dodging batteries and full beer cans for $170 million every single game, dude. You could hit you could you could punch me in the face every 30 seconds while I'm playing the game. I just it's so crazy. That's that that much money. Jimmy and he's not going to get another max contract, so he's not going to see another $170 million offer. Nope. And that's why that's another reason I don't understand. Like, if I'm if I'm two five, like I'm holding on for dear life with that contract. I'm ta- I'm sending you're sending me wherever team, whatever team you want to, and I'm gonna play to get my money. Like, I don't get it. I don't get why he's acting like this. Because of also because of the lifestyle that he likes to live. Like it's not like he's chill and doesn't go anywhere and do anything. Like he's buying million dollar cars, dude. Like he <laughs> he wants to live that lifestyle. You need a max contract to live that lifestyle. Oh man. Jimmy J, man. I don't know what you're you're talking about here. Like he embarrassed us nationally. We're embarrassed. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Is YouTube national? <laughs> we got 300 people in here, not 3 million. <laughs> Sixers can sit him half a year put the pressure back on the player. I don't know, man. How does he get to this? How does That's the thing, right? You, you can't. They can suspend him to keep him from coming to practice, but they have to have a reason to suspend him, right? So if he yeah. decides he wants to come back again, he's allowed to come back again. And if they eventually decide we don't want you to come back, then they have to pay him and not let him back. At this point, at this point, the Sixers got themselves into this situation, and they lose at all angles, no matter what they do. You trade yep. him for a bunch of role players. You bring him back, you ruin the team chemistry. You let him sit, you have to pay him. Daryl Morey needs to be get Daryl Morey on this podcast right now because I I just want to I want to hear what he has to say. Like, what is your plan? Like, are you really that egotistical that you have to beat clutch sports? You're willing to because guess what? If he keeps GMing the Sixers like this, he'll leave us like the Rockets. The Rockets when he left, rebuild. Once he leaves, we'll be rebuilding again because he's an idiot. I've had enough with him. <laughs> I think, honestly, like, I don't know. I feel like there is no offer. Like, I feel like there is nothing you can get for this guy. And but the honestly, Timberwolves, Timberwolves fired their GM, you know, for because they right. couldn't get Simmons' deal done. You could have got something. Let me ask you this. Like, at when when have you heard Daryl Morey publicly back 2-5? All yeah, I hear is Doc Rivers back him. I th- I've never heard him say his name. He doesn't. He lo- he loves Joel, <laughs> and and that's mm-hmm. why I'm just like I feel like he's trying to hold on for something. I don't know, but like I just don't see anybody being coming out like, yeah, we're ready to take him off your hands. Here's what we'll do. I feel like this guy's going back and forth around like a 2028 third, like three second round picks in 2028. Which is why he should have traded him before it went this far downhill, though. Yes. He definitely yeah. should have. I, I still don't think there was like a huge offer, but 
He should have. He should have known you weren't getting three pick swaps and three firsts. And, and that was idiotic. I agree. All this stuff. I agree with that. Like those reports, I don't. I don't. I don't even know what's true anymore. Honestly, Jimmy J saying the whole team piled on Ben. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Jimmy J trolling. This is not a child. This is not a child. I don't want to hear. Joel took accountability after game seven. Right after the game, he pointed out how he had his turnovers. He's, you know, that contributed towards the loss too, man. Right. This is professional sports. It doesn't work like that. It's not peewee football and someone's looking at an eight-year-old saying, bro, you suck. Like, this is professional sports. We don't have time for this. I think you got to educate a little bit, man, because John Wall is literally working with his team on a trade. Like they are working together. If if two five did that, hey. business would be done. And and by the way, if you didn't hear today, he's literally not getting paid. He's di- has not gotten a cent, and now he got sent home. Yeah, John Wall didn't say I'm not showing up, and then they said, well, we're not paying you, and then he showed up and like bounced the ball in the background and didn't join in on the team and had a cell phone in his pocket. Like John Wall <laughs> didn't do that. I can't believe I'm saying this, but at this point, I would take John Wall. I can't believe I've gotten to this point, but <laughs> I might too. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, would take this is bad. <laughs> we don't have luck. You need luck to take John Wall because you need him to be healthy, and he's just gonna get hurt in two yeah. weeks. This is bad. So, someone said, "Um, I love how Daryl Morey is an idiot after one year." Can I go off on him right quick? So the reason. He's an idiot. Why I called him that is you could go over all his little moves like the Josh Richardson for Seth Curry, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, this Simmons issue is the biggest thing he had on his table. And what did he do? He literally put Simmons value into the dirt. That's why he's an idiot. I don't care about any other thing he's done. The biggest thing was the Ben Simmons and he's failed. So in my eyes, he's an idiot. Hold up, say it again though. He he inherited it. He inherited that. No, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he but didn't he could have. He could have got off the bench Simmons train by trading him right after the series, or trading him at the trade deadline trade last year. He tried for, to trade him before that. He should have traded him for Harden. He should have traded him for Kyle Stop. Lowry. I wish you would have traded him right when he right when he signed as GM, like the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Morey's a new GM. Ben Simmons has been traded. That would have been awesome. Yeah, I wonder what his value was then. I thought Daryl Morey came in the first year and did a good job. He made a couple great trades. I mean, the the Mavericks don't even have any of those players anymore. I mean, they even cut Tyrell Terry, the the draft pick. And, um, yeah, I mean, he drafted Tyrese Maxey, Isaiah Joe, Paul Reed, and he made a couple nice moves. And then he got inherited with, the worst cap situation. Yeah, but he handled this situation horrible. We're here because he didn't trade Simmons after the series. He didn't trade him for the Pacers deal or the Timberwolves deal. We're here because well, he is trying to beat clutch sports and he's going to put us into a rebuild if he keeps doing this. This I, situation, I agree. I agree. He's he's and his this is egos, the biggest situation. Yeah, his ego's taking over this situation. Was, but the past situations count too, though. Like he was no, he I don't came, count it. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> He came here with nothing. He came here with no. There were we were backed in a corner with these contracts and bad players, and he turned it into something in like a weekend. And and let's remember, like I under I do agree he has some blame, but let's not act like he expected this clown to just, I mean, go off on, on a spree here and just act like an idiot. Nobody, yeah. like, even with how that series played out, we did not expect it to go like this. 
Like, come on now. Dude, it's Ben Simmons. Like I said earlier, you got to expect that expect that on, unexpected. <laughs> you expected Nobody this saw it. Dude, I'm, when, he got out of, when I saw the report, he got kicked out of – when he when I saw the report, he got kicked out of practice. I was like, "Yeah, that's Simmons being Simmons." Okay, after the series, after Game after Seven, you expected this summer to play out this way? Not it, not exactly. I mean, I expected them to trade him right away. When I saw, I, I, report, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, and I and I hate the guy. I'll be honest. When he came back, I expected him to be a full one hundred percent participant in practice because I thought he realized finally I can't yeah. get this money unless I practice with the team, and I expected him to talk to the media and say stuff like. Listen, I'm here. You know, as long as I'm here, I'm going to give 100%. Uh, me and the guys are cool, whatever. I expected him to participate. I did not expect him to act like a five-year-old. It's it's ridiculous because he's just sabotaging his own career. And he thinks he's no, getting somewhere by doing it. It makes no sense. He's jeopardizing his long – he's jeopardizing his career. Like, this guy mm. may have to start streaming on Twitch by <laughs> Like, I don't get it. You know what, though? I don't even know if he can do that because he's like going to get bullied on Twitch. Right. He can't have an online presence at all. He it's can't. over, man. Yeah. If you are Daryl Morey, like, there's – and you expect, like, a man – like, I don't know. I guess we just have to – like you said, we have to come to the fact that, like, this is the new Ben narrative. Like, you have to expect the opposite of what, like, a normal person would do because <laughs> – like if you're Daryl Morey after that playoff series, you're thinking like, Dude, obviously we want to trade him, but like we didn't I'm expect him for anything. Around. I'm tr- after that. If I'm Daryl Morey and I'm the owner or GM or whatever, I gotta get that guy away from my team. After watching film, after watching everything, you realize how bad he was, how he's a terrible teammate, a terrible human being. Get him out of my freaking organization. It's that simple. I don't care yeah, what we get in return. He, he's he's Tony. Dan Tony. You think he would have shot at all? <laughs> uh, he would have been. He, he probably would have been playing center for some reason. He probably would have been. He would have been like, "Oh, I got the perfect small ball five. I've always wanted this." I think Ben Simmons is is totally unpredictable because he's a narcissist, and I've met I've met some real narcissists in my life. Um. <laughs> They're usually broke and blaming <laughs> blaming the whole world about why they can't do anything in life. Uh, this is a narcissist with a lot of money, so it's even more like weird and dangerous and scary. <laughs> Magic, I agree with, uh, with the sewer chat. Appreciate it. it. Says Harden was never realistic. Rockets would have never sent him to Maury. Egos. Maury stated he believes Harden is the goat. Everything was on the table. Uh, here we go with the excuses. I agree. I think this is right. <laughs> If you look, if you're the GM, you just leave this squad in the dumps. You think they're going to give you James Harden? Like, <laughs> you could have got Lowry. I'll tell you that. Egos are a thing. You're right. It's not just mm-hmm. business. It's, it's, nah, we're not giving him Harden. I don't care what he has to offer. <laughs> well, plus, like, Daryl's reputation around the league with other GMs is he's trying to rip everybody off. Like, it, it's kind of like the book is out on him. Everybody knows they're hesitant to do business with him because of that. I can't wait to hear Doc stop talking about this guy. And <laughs> Doc, Doc's on a hot seat for me. I can't wait till Ben Simmons actually traded and uh, Howard Eskin has the first question to Doc, and he's going to say, all right, Doc, now are you ready to tell us that that was all a joke for a whole year? <laughs> every, are you ready to tell us you weren't you weren't being serious? <laughs> every time I try to like give him the benefit of the doubt, Doc Rivers, like he says something idiotic, mm. like, oh, it's none of your business. Like, okay. <laughs> 
Sorry, I, we're meeting. Like I didn't, I didn't expect you to answer the question, but I'm still, I'm still have to, I still have to ask the question, just in case you do answer it. I just, the one thing I don't understand is like, all right, is Maury a hundred percent to blame? But like, when I criticize him, people get so upset about it, and they're like, oh my god, you criticize Maury? What do you mean? How do you look at this situation and not? I don't understand that. Like, why does everyone get? Why is Maury this golden boy who who can't make any mistakes? Like, I, I don't understand that. Like, we put these guys on a pedestal. It happens in Philadelphia so much where we sign someone, we put them on a pedestal, and we don't judge them accurately. We just we just judge them off their past. So I, I that's my only thing with Maury. Aren't you supposed to judge people off their past though? <laughs> No, I'm judging him off this Ben situation. Dude, he came immediately. It got rid of Josh Richardson and Al Oh my Griffin. God, Josh. Romp, they called you. They called you Stephen A. in the chat. They they said Romp's the Stephen hey, bro, A. of this group because he's I'm hot takes to, flying left and right. I'm used to this. I told I I I was this the same thing for the Ben Simmons thing, same thing for the Harden thing too. Everyone's like, we can't trade for Harden, no way. And now every Sixer fan is like, oh yeah. I would trade for Harden. I was on the Harden board right away. You people forget that too. So I'm used to this, but we can come back five years down the road and we're going to realize Maury's great, but he's not a championship GM. I'll tell you. I, I wasn't on the Harden train and he's 31. He doesn't take great care of his. He doesn't stay in great shape. And what did he do last year? He pulled his hamstring game one. I mean, I would rather that. Than if Harden was 25, I'd be, I, if Harden was 25, I'd be, I'd be different about it. Right. We have to understand, like, it doesn't matter who the GM or coaches. It all comes like the the problem that we have had is two five. Like every problem and he, comes and he's still back here. to that. He's still right. here because the GM didn't treat him. <laughs> well, uh, the previous GM and now the well, he's still the GM technically. And oh, yeah. How is that guy still here, too? That yeah. guy okay. let Jimmy Butler walk. That was the that was that was it right there. We signed Al Horford. We let Jimmy walk. We signed Tobias to a hundred eighty million dollar contract. That Listen, team with Jimmy Butler was a championship oh. team. That was our shot, and that's what I mean. Joel had his second. He had his second fiddle. Jimmy, like you can argue if he's a superstar or not, but he's still an all star. Like that's the point. I'm not saying like the point I was trying to make earlier. Like you don't have to go out and get Dame. That would be awesome. Doesn't seem realistic now, but you have to get like that second. It needs to be a star level player, not a superstar, a star level player. Like I don't know who it is, but it's got to be somebody because that's the closest this team ever was. That's the closest this team ever was to winning a title. It seemed like this year was going to be that year, but it, the year we had Jimmy and Joel, man, Joel had somebody he could rely on. That's all that matters. So this ownership group is knows nothing about basketball, and that's fine. But you're as an owner. You have to get an experienced general manager, right? When you have a young team, that's your number one goal. Get a guy that knows what he's doing with reconstructing a team. Brian Colangelo, as much of a d bag as that guy is, is a real GM, and we got sabotaged by his wife. That's how crazy this freaking sports town is. Ugh, just never. We got sabotaged this. by that guy's wife on Twitter. <laughs> I'll tell you guys what. I'll tell you guys what. I don't care who is, whether it's Maxi, Isaiah Joe, whatever player we draft next. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Carson Wentz and Ben Simmons have changed my perspective as a sports fan. Like, and Markel Fultz as well. 
Like I will never overrate a player <laughs> again until I overrate the next one. But like, I'm I'm sorry, I can't do it. Like, are you I'm, putting Carson Wentz and Ben Simmons in the same boat? Like, like with how the situations played out, I thought Carson Wentz was going to be the next the guy for the next 13 years. And oh, I, okay, yeah. I thought Ben was going to be the man too, and like. With how those situations played out, like, I'm sorry. It's just, it's bad. But DJ says, uh, did you see Kwame Brown's rant on Simmons today? LOL. I did not. I didn't. I got to see it, though. I, I love Kwame Brown's, Kwame Brown's rants. They're great. <laughs> I don't know, but that Jason, what's his name? Is it Javon or Jason McIntyre? I saw on Twitter. He's on, like, Fox Sports or whatever. He had like quote tweeted, you know, one of those Simmons reports and he had basically had said like he was taking Simmons side and he was talking about how the Sixers are making the wrong choice and siding with Embiid because he's never healthy. He's never in shape. He's like turnover prone and all this stuff. Like they don't watch the game. There's no way they do. Like, come on, man. The national media is not like for the people in the chat saying the national media is clowning Simmons. Like, stop. There's there's Brian Windhorse. Another example. That guy clearly has an agenda. Like, give me a break. You know, they transit. I was listening to 97.5 today, and they said something about the guys like your favorite show, the NBA Jump. He's like, they retitled it after a wind horse left. And he goes, um, go to njdiet.com to lose 40 pounds. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, what a transition that was. Like, <laughs> they went to the weight loss promo right after talking about Brian Windhorse. Oh my God. <laughs> That's great. Shout out you to all you in the chat, man. Did you guys hear Howard Eskin? He was roasting everyone. It was funny. I didn't. Howard Eskin said that uh, before he said that that two five hasn't been in the in the off. He hasn't been here in the off season since he got drafted. <laughs> he hasn't. There was there was other reports that said that every summer he hangs out in L.A. and his brother is his shooting coach, and I mean, he's never been engaged in the, the team in the off season, and they let him get away with it all the time. They let him get away with it for years. We, we really let a guy sit here and not shoot a basketball for five years. Like, it's ridiculous. Sorry. Why did he get treated like that from the start? Why? That's such an un. That's <laughs> such a. That's such an embarrassing organization. Uh, an organization with a reputation would not deal with that. Period. We drafted you number one. That's cool, but you got to play like a number one pick, and you got to shoot the ball right now. Week two. Week two. Shoot the ball. I don't understand. Trenton says, yeah. what is your predictions for Springer? And go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. If someone was trying to say something. G What's League MVP. <laughs> no way, bro. Yeah, G League MVP, and then they're going to overrate the hell out of him. Like, he should be getting minutes. He should be getting minutes. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, Mariel Shyok was the damn G League MVP. <laughs> we call him Mini KD. Mini KD. Because he's playing against a bunch of Best Buy employees in the G League, man. <laughs> I mean, we th- we saw we. I mean, we just. I'm telling you, man. We just overrate a lot of players, like Shake Milton, um, all these dudes from the G League. Like, <laughs> I can't help but feel sad. Like, I don't know about you guys, but just like because I had saw somebody in the comments was talking about Ben during his LSU days. Like, I just remembered scout like watching him in lsu thinking like man we got the number one pick we're about to have the next like generational player it's like i can't believe it's gotten to this point it's like so sad like i can't believe it i know and and my girlfriend called it five years ago 
She said, <laughs> she's a negative Nancy. She always is. And she brought her negative energy and she said, what if he's not good? And I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> why would you even, why would that be the first thing you think of? And five years later, he's not good. It's all her fault. Yeah. It's tough, man. But shout out to everybody in the chat. 400 in here, man. Drop a like, subscribe. Guess we'll uh, close this. <laughs> up. But yo, LeBron just turned the ball over because he has Dwight Howard in the paint. Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Rondo's on the court too. Dude, why does LeBron look like he's 27 though? Where is the spacing, man? This is this is not going to be good for them. I'm telling you. You got Rondo, Dwight Howard, and LeBron on the floor together. Dang, I forgot Iguodala was back on the Warriors. And 30% Carmelo. That's a crazy lineup right there. I don't understand what's wrong with people. Like oh, Greek Warriors here. Oh, man, I haven't seen him for a while, bro. He, he's the guy. In every video with his capital letters. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I wonder if he like has an issue where he accidentally hits caps lock or if he intentionally <laughs> holds down the shift key, types two letters, lets it go. <laughs> He thinks Holds it down again. words to capitalize. Like half of the words are capitalized. <laughs> so are we supposed to read those louder than the other words? Like hilarious <laughs> watching Ben Bashers have a. Um, I don't understand like where people's heads are at. Like I think I think I'm just not gonna like listen to anything. We'll Greek, see what well, Greek, we're we're doing a good job because there's 400 people in here and you're one of them. What what else are we supposed to talk about? I mean, this team doesn't exactly. this team doesn't fucking do anything. It's like yeah, we'll just that's a it's a spin in the face to fans too that we this guy isn't traded. It's like yeah, everyone saw what we the saw. The most passionate I mean, guy, fan base in the world has to deal with this. Think about that. Yeah, it's just this organization. No matter who we get in GM or who whatever, it's always the same. Each situation gets worse and worse. It still and pretty feels much, like the same people are running it or whoever even is running. I don't know who is. Yeah, and any team, if any team had a max contract all-star uh, do what he did this summer, uh, their fan base would probably be talking about it. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous. Until after tomorrow night, you know, at least we'll be able to react to an actual basketball game. There'll be something. Yeah, but start, starting tomorrow, man. I don't think I don't think any of us up here are really going to be talking about this guy starting tomorrow. Like, I hope there's no the, more. I, I hope there's no more news about him. I hope nothing else happens. Yeah, that's a problem. There's news every day. That's a thing. Yeah. There's new reports. I hope he stays away. He got thrown out of practice today, guys. They're when have you heard a, an MP, a professional athlete, get tossed from a practice? Dude, you know what's going to be bad is tomorrow. Like when we dominate the Pelicans by twenty-seven and. And every post game question is about Ben. Oh, it's gonna be like, come on, man. Ben Bashers, wow. Ben Bashers, that's what we are apparently. I just don't understand these. Like, I, I've I've stopped arguing with the fanboys because there's just no winning. You know, I don't respond to his when he comments on my videos. He, he he's he's a Joel Embiid hater too. He blames everything on Joel Embiid. Uh, nothing is Ben's fault. It's just the weirdest thing ever. Why? Blame Joel. I don't get it. How did Ben get this immunity with some people? Where did it come from? What did he do for you personally that you love him this much? You, I'll tell you're, you. You're acting like my mom acts with my brother. Like he can't do anything wrong his whole life because that's her son. 
this guy you never even met him <laughs> i think it's i think it's insecurity they they sense something in themselves but they're too afraid to admit that they see ben in themselves so it's like an insecurity that's in my opinion on it. rick scott said maybe they think he's handsome maybe that's it uh, we're he not is doing a Greek, this again he is a greek <laughs> warrior he is a greek warrior you know yeah, you know how they went your, what's with that name greek warrior what are you stuck in two two thousand like come on bro yeah, that was like Greek medieval warrior. times, man. Yeah. They had, you know how they went back into Greek times? They had like big naked statues and stuff. So maybe he likes Ben Simmons. He's good. He just needs leadership. His name's anonymous, dude. One, two, three. He's just trolling. Why does he need leadership? He's, it's a basketball game. You're a professional basketball player. What leadership? He needs someone to be as a personal like helper like the kid in the back of the class all right ben now stay on task here listen to the teacher <laughs> what why, why are we treating people god stay on task here <laughs> it's it, it, the same thing with people that like feel bad from everybody's piling on like he's a child yeah he did it to himself too. Well, Mar- he continues to. He had plenty of chances to at least somewhat fix the issue, and you know, be like, "Hey, uh, I was I was in my head. I was angry after the loss in the playoffs. I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm going to work hard." Like he had so many chances to just kind of fix it a little bit. That's and he just keeps making it worse. That's all he has to say. Bro. <laughs> he just keeps it's making it worse. All he could have done It would have been so easy, but. Of course not. It's the Sixers. Cal, appreciate the super chat. Ben doesn't have enough heart to represent the city. Oh yeah, we're way past that. He he's not he has come heart. back. He's, he's not. He's not cut. Like he's gonna literally pull a Chip Kelly. He's gonna get traded and go immediately to the West Coast, and he will never show his face here again. Do you hear people say he left practice and went to Delilah Strip Club? Yeah, where's that coming from? I don't know. That's weird, but. Uh, somebody said that's Cap because he knows not to show his face in public in Philadelphia. And I'm like, yeah, my, no my question is, where did he go? Because he's selling his, all his properties. That was an easy sign we should have picked up on. There's no way he's that's losing. It. There's no way he just lost $1.5 and went to a strip club to lose some more money. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need that. Honestly, like, I don't know where he went. I don't know where he's even staying at. Like, he might be barricaded up somewhere, to be honest. Like, this is just bad. But. Maybe maybe uh his girlfriend's making so much money as an Instagram model that he just doesn't care anymore. And he's like, you know what? I think his girlfriend's probably like talking him up, saying, like, you're still really good. Like, Ugh. you know, everything will be okay. <laughs> just get through this. Yeah, she doesn't know anything about the game, clearly. <laughs> Hold up. Before we get out of here, what does this mean? How come we don't put more blame and responsibility on our other Max player? Who are we talking about? Tobias. We have two other Max players. Better be talking about Tobias. We have Joel, who's a Max player as well. Either way, both of them show up and try hard. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like Tobias. Tobias Harris went eight for twenty-four in his last performance, but like we weren't mad at him because he he left it out on the floor. Like yeah, we were mad at him, but we're not going to hold a grudge with the guy. He even posted on his social media, like, Philly, we're sorry, like, we'll be back. Everybody said took accountability. 
Everybody yep. said, I got to play better, except one man. And that one man literally said, it is what it is. Like, I am what I, I am who I am, right? I am who I am. Like, you cannot yeah. make this stuff up. People people paint this narrative that the media and, and, and fans randomly hate Ben Simmons. We just picked him out of the team because we felt like hating somebody. It's ridiculous. Clearly, we hate him because of what he does and, the, and his attitude and the things that he, like, I mean, it's obvious. The answer to your question is obvious. Why we don't put more blame on other Max players. Right, and a good point in the chat. Like, Tobias, I mean, he he, he took the money, obviously, but, like, we know where he, where it stands. We know we overpaid him. Yeah, so, we overpaid. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't quit. He's just not great. <laughs> He's not no, elite. Not. He's not a superstar, but you know he wasn't going to say no to a max contract. But he tries, tries to be good. Yep. All you can ask is someone try to be good. Yeah. yeah. Tobias had the best year of his career. So anyway, like I don't hate Jalen Hurts. He tries to be good. He's just not. But he tries. Yep. Anyway, four hundred people still in here. Shout out to everybody, man. Um, game one tomorrow starts a long season um who knows what's going to happen with this team this is the most uncertain i've ever been about a team that i've supported i really don't know i'm taking it day by day jay north philly black he can't shoot no post moves no touch no traffic rebounding can't handle pressure defense not tough no mid-range no dribble moves no strong hand <laughs> wait hold Keep up going. hold up we got we got a great comment jake <laughs> can any of you dribble a basketball it's been a couple years jake and i'll still probably break your ankles i don't, I, I don't like dribbling a basketball is some kind of feat that only yeah, some people on, can do <laughs> i feel like a lot i feel like a majority of of society can dribble a basketball maybe not majority of society but i feel like most people that talk basketball can probably dribble one. Even like the guys on rights to Ricky Sanchez can probably dribble a basketball. Hey man, I can shoot a free throw at least. I'll tell you that. Yep. That's why I just can't relate to Simmons when it comes to the shooting thing. Cause I was like my skill set growing up. I could shoot. Like that's all I did was shoot. It's the first thing you do when you pick up a basketball. It is, man. Imagine like you pick up a basketball and just pass it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said he never he never did the Kobe at the trash can. He always passed it to a coworker. <laughs> oh man. Robert, I literally asked what you were talking about. I asked what player you were talking about. And wait, what are you talking about? You made a channel. <laughs> you made a channel to deal with this situation. What do you mean? Yeah, come on, RB. <laughs> These comments are too funny. You it you asked the, like this towards the end. See that no, this is the sensitivity that you, you asked a question and we gave you an answer, and now you're being sensitive about it. That's the thing. If you don't want to have mm -hmm. it, if you're not, you know, be be like have a debate and, and accept what the answer is. You don't like the answer, that doesn't mean somebody's hating you. <laughs> I don't understand. <sighs> anyway, shout out to these guys, man. Sixers takeover podcasts episode five and uh yeah we got ball tomorrow night fellas what do we think we come out with the dub 
Yeah. They better. Maybe go down, maybe go up 30 points, bring it back down to five and win. 25 points from Isaiah Joe tomorrow. Ooh. Mm. That'd be pretty dope. That would give us all some hope. I got give us all something to do from Joel. Dude, I can't wait to watch. Yeah, he's got to drop like 40. Hungry. Man. Any other hot takes? Um, Work on Korkmaz, 10 threes. (laughs) No, he's playing point guard. He's going to. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm just so. This Ben Simmons guy got me like just sad. You know what I'm saying? Like we keep forgetting about Maxi, man. I think Maxi's gonna go off. Yeah, what? Where do we have Max? It depends where his head's at. If he's just playing his game, it's fun. If he's trying to be this it's Doc a game, Rivers, though, you know, I I like Maxi, like because like just to see him, like because he stepped into that playoff situation. I think it was like Game Six, and he just like he took over. You know, like I feel like he's gonna thrive mm-hmm. when it's like meaningful basketball now. Like Doc can say all this stuff. He can be like, "Yo, man, run the point." Maxi, when you're in the game, dude, play to win the game. Take over, score, feed the big man. It's quite simple. Yep. Yeah, Doc wants him to be Rage on Rondo and gets in his head, and, and then he thinks about passing the ball more than taking advantage of opportunities. That's what I hate about Doc Rivers. One of the things. Yep. yep. Cal, shout out to you for the super chat. Y'all don't like the way this is going because the Eagles are trash. So I would expect the Sixers to be better, but Simmons has a spotlight on the city. <sighs> Tough times in Philly, man. Yeah, we're back to where I was in the 90s. Every single team is horrible. Mm. <laughs> Hopefully the Sixers are not horrible, but outside of that, I mean, the Phillies, the Eagles, I don't watch hockey. I don't have enough I don't have enough room in my blood pressure for another Philadelphia sports team. <laughs> oh man. Shout out to Luca Rosano. Appreciate you being in here, bro. Great content creator. Luca, what's up, man? But, hey, what else you guys got? Final score prediction. Last thing. Final score prediction tomorrow night. Somebody go. 120 to 116. Oof. I don't know if I can handle that. Jeez. 125 to 95 Sixers. Oof. And Bede's going off. No, I think it's going to be one of the first game of the season, and I think it's going to be one of those games where we're up like 25 in the third quarter, and then we blow the whole thing. Uh, when Embiid goes to the bench, and uh, we pull it out at the end, one nineteen <laughs> to one eighteen. Damn! Shoot, who's in the game winner? We're gonna in the game winner. He's like, oh, I see you. I'll one up you. I agree. Yeah, because I actually agree with what you said. We're gonna be up like sixteen in the fourth. Oh my god! And the Pelicans are just gonna get this like some dude that we've never heard of. Yeah, come out of here with like ten straight, and Sixers get a late defensive hold. And we win 119-118. I got I got the Sixers winning 114-102. Uh, 12-point win. I like it. I like when you it. said some dude that I never that we never heard of, I, I immediately thought of Spencer Dinwiddie when I first when he first came out. And I was like, oh. who the hell is this guy? And he was just dropping like 45 on the Sixers. Yeah, there's always one of those guys, man. Always a dude. Always. Jesus with the super chess is another six hour rant. Nope, not tonight, man. No. No, oh, I'm it. finishing I'm finishing Squid Game. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I got, I'm I got not, I'm not letting take. this happen anymore. I got one more hot take. Sixers will be a top 10 defense. Mm. Without I Simmons. Would. 
My hot take last year was that the Sixers would be a top three defense. They were. This year, I don't know. I don't Dude, I don't think I don't think year. people talk I don't think people talk about Maxi's defense enough either. I think Maxi is a legitimate defender for his size. He gives a lot of effort, more than two five. <laughs> I don't even know what my hot takes are going to be. I think my only hot take would be Joel wins MVP, if that's even a hot take. But Joel, I got a hot take for year. you guys. I think it's going to be tough to beat Jokic if he has if he has a uh, Jamal Murray the whole season. You think they would he give doesn't. it to again he's, though? Jokic? Murray's out till like way, way. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's out. You want a hot take? Like, yeah, they season. probably wouldn't give it. They probably wouldn't give him back to back. You're right. Unless they blow the West like out of the water or something like that. Who's, I, who think, said hot I think Tyrese Maxi is going to play great. He's going to put up great numbers. He's going to start. Here's my hot take, though. I think come the trade deadline, teams are going to be calling for him. Either we package him in a deal or he's the centerpiece of a deal to bring in something that's going to actually help this team compete now. And I think Maxi might end up getting moved this year. I'd... Mm. There you have it. it so you, you – it's. I mean, the only – what are the who are the players that could put us back in like championship contention? Like it's it's the same players we've been talking about all summer, Dame and Beal, basically. Yeah, I guess. What's yeah. That? Even maybe a lesser tier guy, because you have to realize Maxie's young. Like we we value him higher just because we don't really have much here, you know. Um I don't think his value around the league is as high yet as we have it here in Philly. Like, I think it's going to take right. this season. Teams got to see him starting, and then it'll be a different conversation. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. He's on a rookie deal, too. Like, that's pretty intriguing. Do you guys think the regular season will matter at all this year? Doesn't matter to me anymore. I'll tell you that. I'm so done no, with the regular season. That's what that that dude that called in to to argue with me about Ben Simmons. That's what he said. He pointed out the regu- his regular season accomplishments, and I was like, I don't care about the regular season. He's like, you don't care about the regular. No, I don't care about the. Why would I care about the regular season? There's no trophy for that. Do it in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Jimmy Jimmy J goes. Joel needs thirty five and fifteen. No excuses. <laughs> what the? <laughs> wow. That's like. Michael I don't think that's Jordan ever been done before. <laughs> <laughs> prime Hakeem, prime Hakeem Olajuwon numbers or no or no excuses, bro. No excuses. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wilt might be the only guy who ever put up numbers like that. Richard Royce, thank you, man. Oh, is he saying average thirty-five and fifteen? You mean that's what he means? Oh, he might oh mean God. the game tomorrow. I don't know. Oh, I'll give him the benefit. Richard, Richard Royce, we appreciate you, man. No excuses. That's crazy. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> Richard, unfortunately, I'm in my attic. <laughs> Not in my mom's basement. I would love to be in my mom's basement, though. I would save a lot of money. <laughs> so if if I was in my mom's basement and you said that, I would just throw a bunch of money at the screen. I'm in my mom's basement. There you go, man. Saving a lot of money. I was in my mom's basement back in the day. Saved a lot of money. It's a nice basement, too. Jimmy J, you got to stop, man. You got to stop. And Jimmy J, the Celtics are going to be bad. Oh, and, Adam, um, boy. Yeah, they are going to be bad. You're right about that. 
Celtics are going to be a disaster. Ban Adam Butt right now. <clears throat> Why are they rebuilding the 2019 Sixers? They're gonna they're gonna end up training for like another guard for no reason. At uh, Al Horford, I don't see him doing anything. And um, yeah, I really don't know what they're doing. They got Ime Udoka as well. So I don't understand the Josh Richardson thing. <laughs> they gave him an extension too. I think. Oh my. What value does he bring? This is why Daryl Morey won the Mavericks trade because the Mavericks literally had nobody left. Yeah, they, and the, and like I said before, they were overrating defense, and they were saying Seth Curry can't play defense. Josh Richardson's a defensive specialist, probably at his position, and so they traded for him because they thought that defense would make that much of a difference on a team. But like we're finding out, it's the NBA. You got to score points. All right, well, shout out to everybody in the chat still. Appreciate you guys for coming through. It was a good chat for sure. Um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Adam, happens. Adam Butt was blocked for five minutes. I timed him out because he was just getting ridiculous. And uh, yeah. Oh, Adam, come on, bro. All right, you know what, Adam? I don't know whose channel you're on, but if you come in mind, I'm banning you for that. Yeah. Yeah, Adam Butt, reevaluate yourself. Go look yourself in a mirror, man. Wound it off with this. Jimmy J says, I'll give you each $100 if the Celtics are not better than the Sixers. I'm going to keep okay. you up to date on this. Yeah, I'll take a free 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. He, it's not even a bet. We don't have to pay him if it's the opposite. He just has to give us 100 Yeah, that was dumb. That's something <laughs> a Celtics fan <laughs> would do, though. I mean. <laughs> no, I like Jimmy J, though. He, he's consistent with his takes. No, he is. We we go back and forth all the time. He's just a delusional self. He can take. Fan. He okay. can take it too. He doesn't get butter in the chat. Exactly. Yeah. But hey, shout out to everybody. You guys have a great night. Go Sixers, and uh, let's get rid of this drama soon. I feel like every Tuesday we come on here. You know, first it's two fives returning to Philly this week. Then it's he snuck through the back door, and then he got kicked out of practice. Like, what will next Tuesday bring? Honestly, who knows, man? But all right, you guys have a great one. Catch you on the next one. Peace.